the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. This is the Liberty Hour, where we discuss and dissect. You know, I normally go into my spiel, which gives Macbeth, who's got a very large head, a headache, which isn't good for anybody. Do you know how fat I would look if my head were any smaller? I, I don't know if you I can't look any other way. I have proportions on my side. Oh, sure you do. There you go. Got that going for you. And I always say political talking points of both parties. But have you noticed, Goonga, Macbeth? Lagunga. Whether it's facts, economic facts, yeah. those are somehow political. Republicans, Democrats, they're, 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 they're political. Of course. Whether it's mass murder, mindless murder. Though, that's political, too. Of course. As I learned on every Sunday show. Well, it's not so tragic that you can't use it to step on people's griefs to push your political agenda, right? Right. And George Stephanopoulos has to go back to preschool, apparently. He was out shopping for clothes, so he had somebody filling in. He's just trying to find a chair that fits. He had that guy filling in for him, and he kept obsessing over, isn't this a hate crime? Now, he asked all the Democrat nominees who agreed unanimously, this is directly because Trump's a racist. It was, it was, it was... As you know, I'm going to tear apart Trump's economic plan and his professional bald-faced liar, Peter Navarro, and the scumbag lawyer, Lighthouser. I'll get to that when we talk about tariffs. Right. But this shooting, to label this on Trump, I, I, what about the 14 mass shootings under Obama? Were, who, were those Trump's fault? Well, or were those my fault? I, and, and even if you go, so just for the last 48 hours, right, the guy in Ohio doesn't seem like he's probably a Trump guy. He's, he's sort of a radical lefty guy. Well, one thing we can both agree. We don't really know. There are two The indications evil? so far. But you can't, if you say, okay, uh, Sean Thompson, your rhetoric has, has driven people to, uh, uh, you know, to, to throw rocks at tax collectors or yeah, whatever. Right. No, tax collectors, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Go in the Bible. A lot of sympathy there. But Go whatever. Ahead. But, yeah. you know, and then, and then uh, you know, somebody who, who has never listened to you throws a rock at a tax collector. Now it's your fault because you said something even tangentially right. connected. But it. you always have that hope as an innocent man. You always have that hope that some uh, somebody who is not attached to it will say, well, obviously you've lost your mind, right? You In particular, hope. the media. The media. You said hope. I did. I'm, I'm, I should laugh at you now. All right. I, have, uh, I mean, so far this morning, I heard Beto O'Rourke, who is truly a scoundrel and a failure. He um, baldly came out and said, well, Trump's a racist, and this is because of his rhetoric that this shooting happened. Right. That's what he said. And then they had my favorite of the benign tyrants, the Mr. Rogers of tyrants, Buttigieg. Yeah. Who came out and said he was regurgitating. I couldn't believe this didn't even get a mention so far. He was repeating Dave Duke's speech 
you're you're equating Trump now to David Duke, the Klan. Yeah. Wasn't he like the Grand Wizard? Uh, something like that. I don't know what they call him. I mean, normally we find those in the Democrat side of the Senate. David aisle. Duke was a KKK guy <laughs> who ran for a couple of different offices so in the late t- 80s. Yes. Yeah. These are two two Democrat nominees. They're seeking the nomination for the Democrat presidency. Right. right? I mean, to run as a, for the presidency as a Democrat. And they're just... Just coming out with it. They're, well, you've got one person that goes over the top, and then they try to they they try to top each other. We got twenty five that are going over the top. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're fighting for the for the top of the crazy hill. And in the meantime, you know, listen. This is why they keep using this phrase now. It's a phrase that you hear: white nationalism. And this is, you know, as I was listening to protectionist policies and the Trump campaign, there is a false patriotism in any kind of. A phony nationalism. I'm telling you right now that that is the opposite of Americanism in every case, whether it's economics, whether it's it's immigration, whether it's welfare, whether it's schooling, no matter what the case is. When you have this policy of exclusion and protection of a favorite class, you run the risk of this. This is something I think that 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 the Trump administration has Obviously, I don't believe he's a racist. In fact, I remember Donald Trump and his dearest friends, the 67 rappers who embraced ACP the whole thing. He was a Democrat for the yeah. mass part of his life. Yeah. He was a Democrat. Not only was he a Democrat, he was uh, uh, touted in their party. They embraced him everywhere. Yeah. It wasn't until he ran for the Republican nomination that this these calls of racism have come out of the woodwork. I mean, I, I no. There are some very tactless and uh, poorly thought out things that he has said and tweeted that sort of encourage that. Because he's a blowhard. He's a mindless blowhard. I mean, everything I mean, he does, you know, it's funny. I'm watching on Showtime. They have the uh, the Roger Ailes story yeah, yeah, yeah. on Fox. That's a little bit of that. And it's something because, you know, you can't argue with the with the history of things. Right. And it's covering the history of things. And um, there's a there's a part in this last episode that came out where Roger Ailes, apparently, obviously, it's being played by Russell Crowe, which, by the way, he how's he going to get that weight off? <laughs> I, I don't crazy. know. I'm hoping it's a fat suit for his sake. I'll tell you the truth. He looks like you. Anyway. It looks worse. He's, he he, he really basically bad. says, you know, listen, he's he, the part of his attraction is that he says these things that shock the body politic. And he knows it. And that, you know, it's a telling thing because I do believe that. I do believe he knows that he is saying something bombastic yes. and shocking. And he's doing it because he does believe Yes. It doesn't matter. And the ultimate expression of that would be if you had a Republican, because Fox News came about in the late 90s, if you had a Republican president who was in the process of impeachment and the rest of the networks that existed at that point were leaning toward the Republican side, he would have created a lefty network. Exactly. Yeah, he it's, was, a, it's a contrarian He was a thing. carnival barker who just wanted to capture a foothold in the market, yeah. enrich himself. He didn't believe the rhetoric that he promoted. I'm talking specifically of Roger Ailes. Right. I also... I also truly believe that watch what happens to the conservatives. It's not just the economics. Yeah, exactly. The Republican pretend conservatives. There you go. It's not just the economics where they're going to be hoisted by their own petard as Trump does things that they would have never allowed a Democrat to do. You watch what follows because I am predicting, you know how I like to, to, to play Karnak the Magnificent. Yeah. I am predicting that what will happen now is the Trump administration will enact uh, gun seizing v- vessels 
that no Democrat could, could have enacted. Yeah. And I saw and people it with cheer him for it. Mick Mulvaney will cheer him for it. Was it is it Mick Mulvaney? Uh, John Mulvaney? No, it's it's Mulvaney. Well, his, 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 Whatever. his talking head. Mulvaney. His Carl Rove. There's one running for president. There's one that works right. for him. His, and I can't remember which his 190 pound heterosexual Carl Rove. He goes out on the Sunday shows and he basically Isn't that just said, Carl Rove? no, Carl Rove is any of is anything but those two things. Anyway. Um, he has said that he is already thinking and working towards different measures to stop this in the future. And whenever yeah. a polit- political party or a president says we're looking to stop this in the future, that's government talk for we're going to affect the people who are not criminals. And, and whenever somebody says to stop this occurrence, that's any time you're, you're looking at a government who is going to try to affect the behavior of its politi- of its uh, constituents. Now this it's, is it's a, this is an unbelievable tragedy. Two separate shootings. Fifty people shot. Remember How what I texted you yesterday? Chicago? Remember what I texted you yesterday? Yeah, I said Trump would would kill on this entire issue. He yeah. could he could turn the narrative over on the lefties he did a by jiu-jitsu. just coming out and saying, "Here's our push for mental health and and better mental health treatment facilities and practitioners and that." That's a Trojan they horse. Are though. not well, of course, but that's. You know, that's but, the political move. Rather than try to grab guns to endear yourself to the center left. Here's the here's the thing that upsets me. Fifty people. It's it's an, it, and they're right to go crazy on the Sunday shows. Sure. We're at forty six in Chicago before the show started. In fact, by the end of tonight, we could exceed fifty in 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 Chicago, for Illinois, the for the weekend. For the weekend. And nobody. What about where's all the phony? Where's all the outrage? Where well, is all the outrage on the Sunday shows? Because I got news for you, kid. This is just. A little worse than normal weekend. Well, it's That's not only it. that, but they, they use that without actually having any outrage toward it. They use it to make the argument against the, the mass shootings because they'll say, oh, if there were some people on a porch and there was a drive by and a couple of them got shot, that's one of your mass shootings. So they come out with these bogus things like there have been more mass shootings than days this year. Well, just making fools of themselves. And I'll tell you another thing, Macbeth. The reason they don't want to point to Chicago is because this is this is the the, the pinnacle of Democrat policies. Yeah. Here we are. How's it look? Well, we got not gun only that, control. But, we got yeah, socialism. Exactly. We got a welfare state. How does it really look? Because it looks like a ghetto, and they don't want the attention. Because when you let the Democrats enact all of the policies that they love for a hundred years, ta-da! You got the South Side. Yeah. There you go. How's it look? Yeah. So not they, only that, but the businesses aren't there to support. The, of course you know, not. The, the tax base is gonna is gonna disappear. Here's the business that's here. A, a, a state senator gets caught with his hand in the in the union cookie jar. Nah, it's different business. Come on, it's all the same nonsense. You know why this will get some play? Because because of the, the last name. If his name isn't Cullerton, how many times has this happened for Alderman and everybody else? It's the one political name that's older than Madigan in the state. It's the one political name. And, and by the way, who voted for this buffoon in the first place? I mean, I'm assuming if you took a leprechaun's head off, he'd look just like this. And that's and you, Tom and, and, Cullerton. Again, Tom Cullerton. Yeah. Who would vote for this scumbag? You can't see it in his face. He wears it like a license plate. This is the Liberty Hour. Give us a call if you care to participate. 312-642-5600. It's the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. 
So, Macbeth, you know how my ADD works. It's very unusual. I know from experience. That I can stick on the same topic through a commercial break. You know, I don't like to do that, especially when we have all these moving parts so going on. we just talked about like seven things during this, the commercial I, You know why I printed this out so I could look at this, at the, at the true picture of corruption. Of Colorton, yeah. Colorton, right? Because here's the thing. I, I keep I, wanting to use his head to knock the seven ball in the corner $275,000 the union paid him. So I get Colorton should, I mean, what he did is outrageous. Why did the union put him on the payroll? You know, I, I, I hear from these union workers all the time as they, as they espouse the Fidel Castro communism in their right to go on break and to have pay and to have every little uh, uh, pretend that their work is successful. I get all that spiel. You know what bugs me more Why than that? Why aren't they mad? Why aren't they mad? Because you know why? They know it's going on. That's how the government keeps handing them these phony baloney contracts. Well, and they they've been sold this idea that it's that it's for their own benefit that, that it somehow oh. that it somehow furthers their careers. It's just nonsense. But you and know if, what bugs me more than that? What's that? Unions taking credit for the forty-hour work week. Oh, they're such full. Here's the other thing. How about when they wear that shirt? A pension is a promise. Listen, what union Al- do you belong to? Henry Ford Local One. Yeah, Al Capone yeah. cut promises with his Canadian distributors. I didn't care what they were either because they were illegal too. Yeah. Just like your pension agreements, illegal. That's why you got to get the hell out of here. All right, let's go back to the phones because uh, I know everybody wants to talk about Trump and the national populism and yada yada yada. Let's go to Mike first. Mike, how are you, buddy? Hey, I'm doing good, Sean. Listen, I'm getting really sick of these conservative writers. There was one at the Washington Examiner this morning that's telling Trump to denounce white nationalism. First of all, this guy's denounced racism, bigotry so many times, it's not even funny anymore. And besides, you've got matter. an entire left wing in this country that calls anybody that, that's a white guy that drives with an American flag on their pickup as a white nationalist. I mean, it's a slippery slope. Well, here's the thing, too, Mike. The, the same people who are chanting, why don't you denounce white nationalists? Why aren't you outraged at the ghetto shootings in these neighborhoods that kill this? On an, This is an average weekend in Chicago. I mean, I, I, mm-hmm. I, they're quiet all year. You know, Baltimore, I saw how no, he's crazy. Baltimore is great. Did you see that the murder per capita is 10 times that of anywhere else? It's even worse than Chicago per capita. Where where has all the outrage been? I didn't know that. I knew it was bad, right? Because I watched The Wire 100 <laughs> years ago. But I didn't realize it was worse than Chicago. And how many other of these, these Democrat strongholds? Yeah. Where, where, how much of this shooting is a norm? See, and here's the other thing. Both of those cities, us and Baltimore, have very onerous gun laws. Yeah. This is going to be the greatest weapon. It's like all failure. Government now is positioning itself to capitalize on it to come after you, the innocent. Well, that's the thing. Is That's as, where this is going. As bad of Don't a rap as Chicago gets for the violence. Thanks for calling, um, Mike. When you hear, you know, murder capital of the United States, it's kind of deceptive. Chicago actually gets, as bad as it is, a bad rap because it's not per capita. That's the total amount of numbers. And so in in New York, how great is New York? They had, I think, uh, what, 68 murders or or, or 168 murders last year? That's that's 20-something million people? I could be wrong. I I believe that was the number. It's one-fifth of Chicago. Here's the other thing. But Gary is worse because Gary has fewer people and... The percentages are higher. The so. Chicago failure can only be capitalized on by Chicago. The Chicago failure brought to a national level it actually harms the Democrats because we've been we've been Democrat for a hundred years. Yeah. This is what it looks like. Yep. And this Colorton thing, 
This has been going on for who knows how long. The exact same time, if not longer. Yeah, there's and, not a single Chicagoan who is shocked. And the only reason they got this guy is because the scumbag union guy is 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 beefing like Sammy to Bull Gravano. Right, if they don't catch that the scumbag, who, by the way, he's the same guy that secured the $20 million for the foreign film company. Is that Remember right? that? Yeah, yeah. That's the same guy. Ah, the one course. who knocked out the other... Two established Chicago film companies. Yeah. The guy comes from Canada, a young buck. Right. He's got all the union friends. They secure a $20 million loan. And what, where's he now? Because he had the political clout of that other idiot driving a Bentley that if I took a B away, he couldn't spell it. It's outrageous to me. Jim, thanks for calling the show. How are you? Hey, man. How are you? Good. You know, this whole thing about trying to paint Trump to be guilty for all this stuff, this infuriates me like you wouldn't believe like you were saying before, Trump was always kind of a Democrat, and all these guys sucked up to his uh, wealth when they wanted his contributions, when he was just well, you know, John Q. rich guy. Here's what drives me nuts, Jim. Trump is still a Democrat. Are you watching? Are you really watching? Well, Did you listen to that scumbag lying fraud Peter Navarro on Chris Wallace Day? Scumbag. No, don't, I don't watch Don't you believe your lying eyes? You believe this scumbag, who before he was in politics said Al Gore was the most relevant politician in history. Another lifelong Democrat who wrote three books how he hated China then. And you hired this bigot? That's a racist, is Peter Navarro. That's a bigot right there. Yeah. So the thing about Trump, I have never understood why so-called conservatives and Republicans embrace this Democrat in, in, in Republican clothing. I don't Get it. So I'm not going to abstain from, oh, oh, Trump's completely innocent. Trump did a very smart thing. He cultivated the illiterate. He cultivated the, 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 the disenfranchised. The politically illiterate. The politically and economic illiterate. You yeah. have to be an economic well, illiterate to support Trump. And here's what I mean, Jim. Where's all the conservatives as, as he muscles under the Fed and then calls the Fed uh, uh, as if they're harming him. He's the one who demanded they lower the interest rates. He's the one who said, please stop quantitative tightening. And I'm looking at all these phony Republicans say, yeah, please, uh, please stop quantitative tightening. Do you even know what it is, Jim? Do you know what quantitative tightening is? That means all they're doing is they're trying to back out the quantitative easing that all the Tea Party guys said they hated. Now those same idiots are chanting, don't stop, don't, don't, don't quantitative tighten, keep the presses going. And it's like they're under some sort of a hypnotic, hypnotic trance. I don't know what is going on. So to say Trump well, isn't, isn't capitalizing on hate, hatred and ignorance is to deny the reality. He definitely is capitalizing on hate and ignorance. That being said, he definitely is not a racist. You can be those two things, can exist in the same universe. So he's allowing the, the, the ignorance to, to flourish but he's not a racist. Everything he's done is in his life shows no history of racism. Or for that matter, uh, 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 he's not a misogynist either. He just likes women. Well, exactly. So, Well, I, I tell my friends, you know what? Why do people like Herschel Walker and Don King and everybody else, Mike Tyson, uh, like him? Because they worked with the man for a long time. To your point, he's got, listen, he was Bill Clinton. They were tight as they could be, him and Bill Clinton. You know what? Next week, I'm going to bring in, I have audio of Don King talking about Trump just like a month ago. They all love Trump. I'll bring in, dude, it's so great. This is not. And and we're not big fans of Trump. I I don't dislike him, but, but, you know. I think he's the best Democrat we could deal with. That's all he is to me. He's the only And here's the other thing. That's all he's ever been. But if you look at what he's done, it's really quite brilliant. He captured the Jesse Ventura WrestleMania audience. And he 
he's pretending the whole time to be something he isn't, which is a, a, a fiscal conservative and somebody who understands economics. I he think doesn't most people, do either one. And I think most people don't even care. I think no. a lot of people realize that and they don't care. They wanted to shake it Jim, up. Jim, I had a conservative guy come into my cigar store and tell me, you know, maybe Trump is right. We should just forgive the debt. He oh, doesn't geez. even understand you owe the debt to yourself, stupid. Nobody owns our debt. China <laughs> owns $1.1 trillion of our debt. Let's forgive they all think of our it's own China. Debt. Everybody doesn't understand. Look at these people who say, please raise my costs. I love China. I love the, 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 I, 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 I hate, I love the war with China. They've been dumping steel. What are you talking about, dumping steel, so, idiots? Jim, you're a business owner. Um, if we yes, went ahead and canceled all of our debt, um, how much would you need to charge for an appointment tomorrow at your business? <laughs> You have no idea. Well, it's, it'll be a wheelbarrow. Vimar. You completely, you, you completely devalue your own dollar because Vimar it's built rules. on faith. You just showed you have no faith. The full faith and credit well, of the government is that you have none. <laughs> Here's the other thing, Jim. I listened to that other idiot, Peter Navarro, talk about how China manipulates its currency. How did we just manipulate it? How did we just manipulate it when we agree to continue to print it through a hidden quantitative easing? And how did we manipulate it when we have zero interest rates and we're knuckling under who is supposed to be the watchdog over, over the Fed? How did we, how are we, mani- nobody manipulates more than us. Nobody. We're the well, biggest I, manipulator. I, I, and if a country thinks it can't honor our dollar, then we'll go to war with it. How'd you like to figure out after all this knowledge, you really start to look into things. You know who the bad guy is, Jim? We are. Thanks for calling the show. I appreciate it. Peggy, the Russian Complaint Department. How are you? Hi, I, I, uh, I'm having problems. I just uh, got on the internet, and um, I like to call it the World I, Wide I was Web. Listening to Donald Trump uh, uh, about Baltimore and stuff, and mm-hmm. like came from uh-huh. wanting to. to Peggy, we're her. holding you over. I took you too late. We're holding you over. Put her back on hold, please, McBeth. I really appreciate it. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred. I can't take. The, the schizophrenic conservatism anymore. I can't take it. We'll be back after this. Now, back to the Liberty Hour. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600. The atrocity is, we now take the, the, the spotlight off of the fact of what actually happened to your kids and my kids and to yeah. the future of America. See, this yeah. is the thing. You know, when you bring your daughter to the studio, first of all, she's the cutest thing in the world. I cannot, but, you know, I, it's amazing. Spent you 10 hours it. with her. Um, and then, you, you, you know, you realize what this kind of, the largest budget in history, the largest debt accumulation in history, the knuckling under and intimidation of the Federal Reserve. The demand for a phony quantitative printing. The whole time pointing fingers around the world how everybody else is bad. Right Now, now here's the thing. Everything you said could be applied to every single one of the last 11 years. Oh, yeah, that's it. He's, that's, he's, that's, it's a continuation of the Obama legacy. Here's how deceitful and, and, and how willing the people are to be lied to. His liaison, scumbag that he is, Peter Navarro, actually used that as an excuse to intimidate the Fed. Barack Obama had lower interest rates. They've now got their repeating the wrong verbiage and millions of Americans are nodding yeah. and saying, yeah, 
Oh, yeah, he did yeah. have, Sounds uh, good. Without understanding how wrong that was. Right. And that's what you came together and you called yourselves the Tea Party, right? Yeah. And you said, stop it, stop it, stop it. Now you dummies are the same one that are saying do it? What the hell is wrong with people? Yeah. So stupid. All right. Let's go to Peggy. I cut her off. Peggy, thanks for calling. How are you? Oh, I'm really listening with both ears. I got on the internet and heard Donald Trump talk about Baltimore. Yeah. And he said it's worse than Honduras, Guatemala. All these people are trying to get in here. In mm-hmm. Baltimore. Call back the previous caller. And so I, I listened to that and I went, I'm not listening to any. I'm not hearing this on the news and stuff. And I'm thinking, there's a lot you don't know, Virginia. Absolutely. And I thought, it's like, and then I turned on your show, okay, and I thought, well, I wonder what he has to say. You're talking about all this stuff I never heard before. Nobody's saying it. And I thought, well, welcome to the real world, Virginia. Just yeah. thought you'd like to know. We've got an and agenda. I, thought, I, I, I'm having problems. I well, mean, listen, I I'm going to... that, t- they, that they passed a, a spending bill. And I know the largest dollars is a warehouse full of one hundred dollars. That's exactly right, Peggy. You're exactly right. And that but that's the knowledge that makes it dangerous for the for the people to agree to let politics expand, to let politicians take over. That knowledge of exactly what happened earlier in the week and how it harmed Macbeth's daughter and our future yet to be born. It's almost inconceivable that this is being done and it's being okay by the same people who raged against Barack Obama, who raged against uh, 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 Bush and his bailout of Wall Street. This is the largest payoff to Wall Street in the history of the world because this is is forced under lending at extremely low prices that, by the way, you're underwriting it. You people, Peggy, Macbeth, all the regular Joes, you're the ones that are underwriting this true skullduggery. It's a financial yeah. crime, what's yeah. going on. It really is. Yeah, let's get Tom and, and uh, right. Mike. Uh, you might have to Sorry. wait through an ad. but Mike, we, we hang on. Mike, to, so. You guys are, by the way, 312-642-5600. Tom, how are you, buddy? Um, well, you know, uh, you're, I want to add to your comment about the new right and your frustration. Uh, what with the, the tragedies yesterday, uh, here, I'm going to read you a tweet that came out from Sorb Amari. Sorb is one of the guys that, along with Tucker Carlson, is trying to create this intellectual framework for Trumpism. And uh, this one has to do with the Second Amendment. His tweet is, what about the gangland killings in Chicago? The founders, the founders, the libertarian gut absolute has said as mass killers battled two American cities in the blood of innocence and feud in 24 hours. What he means by that is is that the Second Amendment has, you know, it's a big part of MAGA, and I always thought it was paper thin like everything else is MAGA, and so we've got our tariffs, and we're going to regulate the Internet, yeah. and now the, the uh, intellectual uh, high priest of the new Trumpism, Saurabh Amari, is basically saying that uh, the notion of what the founders Tom, thought did you about hear, the did you hear my Karnak? is a libertarian notion. No, did you hear my he, Karnak? He didn't hear the beginning You didn't hear my Karnak, the beginning of the show? I said the one who... No, I didn't ta- have it on. We were having dinner. Oh, the one what who's going to take away your gun isn't the Democrat. It's no. going to be the Republican. 
And they'll be cheered the, for it. Who's the one who spends? Who's the one that bails out Wall Street? Who's the one that okays massive borrowing at unprecedented level? Who's the it's guy who bans bump stocks and will give no inch on silencers? Exactly. It's just <laughs> It's just ridiculous. Yep. And here's the problem, Tom. This thing with uh, Tucker Carlson, I never bought his shtick. Listen, I like a good show like the next guy, and every once in a while I turn him on and yeah, Crossfire was fun he's back in the right. day. But if you've ever listened to him preach oh, how yeah. He embraces uh, Pocahontas. What's her name? Well, uh, Elizabeth, What's her? Warren. Elizabeth Warren, the Dutch boy. He embraces her economic scheme a hundred percent because that's Trump's. The thing about Tucker is, if you watch him one week and then you watch him the next week, you really can't hold the two of them in the same light. I mean, he is intellectually inconsistent. Not to say that he's wrong necessarily. Um, sometimes he's right, sometimes he's wrong, but he's, he's not the same guy week to week. I turned off Fox when they went after um, Ted Cruz's family. Yeah, yeah. I said, this is outrageous to me. And it, it, I knew it was being manipulated then. If you go back and you skip a few months and you watch it, let me tell you something. You could spot as clear as day you're being manipulated and the evidence is being contorted for, to change your perception. They're lying about the facts and reality because they need to cattle drive the Republican to turn to the Democrat. You know this being a homeboy yourself. Yes, I do. Liberty Hour, 312-642-5600. Mike, hang in there, kid. We're, we're coming to you now. You're listening to The Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312-642-5600. This is The Liberty Hour. And yes, we're going to get... I made Macbeth pull a bunch of clips. I haven't played a one. I feel terrible about that. All right, let's go to Mike no, on don't. the north side. Stop lying. Mike, how are you, handsome? Hey, my God, is there any product that A.B. Jacobson is not going to schlep for? <laughs> Next week, she'll be giving cigarettes and whiskey to pregnant women. Listen, just spend your money and shut up. Mike, Mike, listen, I'm working on something. I haven't had, had an advertiser approach me. I'm actually in a test study now. When this thing comes out, I'm going to be. I'm going to sound just like that, only my product's really going to be good. But go ahead. Okay, I want to say, quit calling Trump supporters illiterates. He was the best bad option. We realized he was a Democrat. Reagan at one time was a Democrat, but we couldn't go from the wicked witch. So here's why I say Ridge. I want to. I want to. I want to. He's got to get. He's, he's got to cut the rebut. spending. He's got. Okay. I want to just rebut, and then we'll go back and forth because you know I love you. I'm going to keep you on the radio. Here's here's the thing. I get that argument, and if that was the case, I would have respect for it. Because you'd say, listen, he's that whole prof thing. He's a binary choice. You got to make the choice. But that's not what happened. Not only did you say that, you made the choice. Now what I'm hearing back is they're rebuking economic fact as reason. And you know what I mean when you hear Stephen Moore? He literally is arguing against Stephen Moore when Barack Obama was president. He's arguing the exact same opposite of all of his tariff arguments when Obama put the tariffs on. He's arguing his exact same argument of of manipulated Federal Reserve when Barack Obama muscled the Fed, when quantitative easing was printed. He argued on the other side, literally on the exact opposite side. Don't forget deficits. And And deficits and borrowing and budgets and the mindless irresponsibility of what's going to happen, Mike, and you know this. Sooner or later. Can I answer that? Sooner or later, one of them is going to win. Then what happens to us? Go ahead. Okay. All right. We got to get the deficit spending under control. We got to start paying off the debt. I think they made him an offer he can't refuse. Because if you remember, in 2017, by federal law, they were supposed to release all the documents 
from all the federal agencies about the Kennedy assassination and the cover-up. Well, he didn't release it. I think they, they threaten his family. Maybe after a second term, they'll grow a center and go after him. I really don't think America would suffer that much if we lost Don Jr. and Eric. Jeez. Oh, right. He's rough. He's rough. You know, I, I feel guilty sometimes when I look at Melania and I think about Bruce Jenner. He's way worse than me. Mike, thanks for calling thanks, the show. Mike. That'll be conspiracy hour. It's normally during the I, podcast dude, on, I Tuesday, want, a month, on Tuesdays. And I want to do one of your podcasts, one of these Tuesdays or Wednesdays. Yeah. I want to come in here and huh. do like a conspiracy theory show. Right, invitation. Where we open. just take calls for like two hours. Yeah, because no one can answer how the camera got there for the moon. And we just celebrated the 50 I years. I can answer that. Oh, I actually, know. Everybody, yeah. No, Keith's dad worked at NASA. All right, play a couple clips. Well, what do you want? <laughs> I don't care. Whatever one you want. All right, I'll play the funniest one. I think Biden did okay. He came through. He came limping through, as I say about Slippy Joe. He limped right through it. But he got through it. He really did. I think he was okay. Uh, I think Kamala had a bad night last night, I would say. Sleepy Joe. See, now here's the thing. I hate his economic policies. I actually like some of the stuff he does. I like what he's funny. Yes. This is funny. This is what we make, how we make fun of our friends. What are you going to come limping across do, the finish line? Trump should do nothing except comment on the Democratic debates. See, I don't have to take that stance that I, and here's where I see a lot of people who argue with Trump policies, they lose their mind because they hate him so much they can't understand right. the good things he does. You know, and this is why I watch as my wife, a lifelong too. Democrat, Loves this guy. Loves this guy. We can't watch the news together. I like the entertainment value. I mean, listen, here's the thing that's that the problem I have is that he's so pliable because he's lived his life so shifty about the money. Always shifty. You know, in, in real estate, he's known as the king of the exculpatory clause. You know what the exculpatory clause is? Yeah. It's the held harmless clause. Right. Because this is what he did. He liked low and cheap money because he would always pay highs for things. Pretend to bring up value by making small changes, borrow 10 times more, and then not worry about paying it back. It's not just what he did with the Taj Mahal and Atlantic City. He does this with his buildings. So the idea that we looked at this guy who has a history of stiffing his lenders and we said, hey, I got an idea. Why don't you now influence the debt well, worse and the yet, spending? Worse yet, what, did our you government, think it was going to be different? Our government's been stiffing people forever. But worse yet, here's, here's the worst thing. Not only was he stiffing lenders, he's borrowing money to pay interest for borrowed money. Only in and America. that is exactly what we need the government to stop doing. Yeah, that's why Don King loves him, baby. Because remember his tagline? Only in America, Only in America. baby. America. This is the same kind of thing. You've Don got King. a guy who you told me was going to be Reagan. How they even said his, his name next to him. And he basically said, what do you need? A trillion? What do you want? A trillion dollar infrastructure? That's not big enough. Let's make it $2 trillion. Yeah, why not? And the Republicans cheered. And then now here we are. We got a spending budget. How much is it? Well, it's almost two times what, what, what Barack Obama's first budget was. It's almost double. Yeah. And you're saying, Well, okay, that was so long ago, Sean. It's so insane <laughs> to me. And you've got him telling smart people yeah. that China is paying taxes to America. Yeah. Through tariffs, and they're nodding I'm their heads like seals. The next segment so with Navarro. I, I get how Mike says that, but you want to know why I call them idiots? Because if you can buy this clear and present BS, don't cry to me when the Western Avenue car salesman sells you a stolen car. Well, the thing it's is, the Mike, same thing. Mike says we, and and I know he means to say I, you know, but he's saying like we don't think he's the greatest thing. We we knew he was a Democrat. Mike may have had that realization, and as a union guy, I'm sure he's seen every you know every facet uh, facet of it. I've got. But, 
the we thing doesn't apply. And all you need to do is spend five minutes on Facebook to know that the we thing does not apply. It's there. people that want to be, they have the slave mentality, and they want to be in servitude to their government. Think for yourself. There is no society. There's a bunch of individuals. This is the Liberty Hour. We'll be back after this. Sean from Elmwood Park. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. Let's start with the basics. Who pays the tariffs? Here's what the president said this week. Until such time as there is a deal, we will be taxing the hell out of China. That's all there is. Okay? But, Peter, that's just not true. American importers pay the tariffs when Chinese imports into this country go through customs. They pay the tariffs, and sometimes they pass them on to American consumers. True? False, Chris. What we've seen clearly is that China (laughs) has strategically gamed the tariffs by slashing their prices and by devaluing their currency. Since the tariffs were put in place uh, back in 2018, uh, the Chinese yuan fell by almost 10%. So they have offset virtually all of these tariffs, and the consumers are not seeing any price hikes uh, in any uh, significant way. And it's not showing up in the data. That's a globalist. Isn't that insane? See, here's the other thing. They manipulate words to invoke hatred. That's Peter Navarro on Fox News Sunday, which we have to say. Um, He's the guy who's supposed to know all this, and he's kind of in charge of a lot of this. That's a globalist. That's scary. He is using the other country's policies in order to justify Justify his sanctions on you, the American people. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. A tariff is a sanction on you. The first thing we do when we go to war with another country is we put sanctions on them. You hear yeah. it in the news. What that means is you're obstructing their trade. Yes. You're making it more our difficult, more expensive for them to conduct Our is obstructing our trade to you. They're making it more expensive, more difficult, and more onerous for you to have options because this is a payoff to their, not just contributors, but to their base and their union. Trump stole the union vote. And he did it by preaching this protectionism, which was exclusively a Democrat policy after Theodore Roosevelt. See, he's mirroring himself after the worst Republicans in the world. The worst Republicans turned into Democrats. That was the Teddy Roosevelt interventionist Republican collectivist. He wanted to control every aspect of your life. That's what Donald Trump is doing under the flag of conservatism. And moreover, what's worse is he's pretending this is capitalism. This is the most anti-capitalistic agenda of any president in the history of the country, and I know how crazy that sounds. But it isn't when you're trying to steer freedom and choice and penalize people to have it. He's penalizing all the people who see value outside of American union-made products. And there's a big percentage of you who don't drive union-made or American cars because you know they stink. Now, whether you like them here and then, okay, fine. You have the freedom to make that choice. But why are you so willing to take away your neighbor's choice? Why are you so willing to take away your your neighbor's options? It's the same thing the Democrats did to us with health care. Trump is doing to you with the economy. It's the same tyranny, force, manipulation, 
onerous regulation. Scapegoating. This is a huge regulation, and he's getting the credit for stripping away regulations? When you strip away all the nonsense, but you implement a penalty for me to buy and consume, it's bigger. Two-for-one rule with trade. Let's see. They had the two-for-one rule. We're going to take two regulations away for every one we add. Where is that with trade? And they had the offer from from, um, uh, Great Britain to have absolute tariff-free trade yeah. on every on cars and everything Which else is a no-brainer with Peter them Navarro trying to figure said out this Brexit no thing. they said no now they're allowing trade with Mexico and you know why in his new Mexican trade deal that he 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 calls NAFTA part 2 or whatever the hell it is the American government gets to dictate to the Mexican companies how much they pay their employees yeah. see the real globalist is Donald Trump and Peter Navarro, who wants to manipulate the policies of other countries through punitive penalties to the American citizen. He's not penalizing China. He's penalizing you. And your average cost, this is average, Macbeth, this is before this last round, is $1,100 to the average family. Now add whatever this is. And the other thing is you almost can't calculate what it is because it hurts the poorest among us. It's the same thing as the gas tariff implemented by J.B. Pritzker. It's just playing word salad. This is the Liberty Hour. I'll be back Tuesday morning, Wednesday morning, 9.05 via podcast. That's the World Wide Web for Peggy. We'll be back later. I have to go home. 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 Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.